This is Mark Henry, the world's strongest man, and you're listening to WNS. You are now listening to the official Wrestling News Source podcast. For all of your wrestling information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com or find us on Facebook by searching WrestlingNewsSource.com or WNS Podcast. You can also follow us on YouTube, Twitter, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon Music, and more. Now, here are your hosts, Daniel Heron and Tyler A. Bear. That's right, what's up, everyone? I am Tino Heron. I'm Tyler A. Bear. And we welcome you to episode 524 of the official podcast for WrestlingNewsSource.com. For all your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com. Check us out on Facebook, WrestlingNewsSource.com. You can find us on Facebook, WNS Podcast, on YouTube, WNS Video, and on iTunes via searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. We're on Stitcher, Beyond Pod, Player.fm, Satchel, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Amazon Music. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast. You can also follow us on Twitter, WNS Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter, DRH Pro, Tyler Tyler a bear a bear underscore mode on instagram drh underscore pro on instagram as well all that good stuff and more so welcome to the show tyler how you doing i'm trying to wake up like i'm semi like (laughs) awake yeah (laughs) i don't know man. making it yeah all right so statistically uh most people should get what seven to eight hours they should be good somewhere around there sleep yeah I I don't know. Like I feel like maybe on the weekends I I kind of reach that, but I'm still tired. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just think there's just a lot going on with work and everything that you know. I'm not between quite work there. and home life, being yeah. a dad. I'm sure that's that's it's a quite it's a go 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 thing. Because yeah. especially with two kids. Because with one kid it's fine. If the kid's sleeping, you could do whatever, right? Now if one's sleeping, the other one wants to do something. I'm like dang it. <laughs> <laughs> Parenting is twenty four seven, sir. Basically, the rough gig. It is what it is. I mean, uh, I mean, I'm happy to be a parent. They kick my butt, <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I'm showing them the most important thing: wrestling. Wrestling. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's what you got to do. That's how you become a good parent. You know what's funny? Uh, so my mom stopped on by the house the other day and she dropped off some stuff and she was talking to my daughter and she goes, Hey, what do you want for Christmas? Write it down. And she goes, well, I want a, uh, a mini mouse vacuum cleaner and <laughs> I want a, um, she goes, I want one of those wrestling toys. And I was like, what? What? Wrestling toy. She's like, yeah, yeah, dad, you know which one I was like, I have no clue what you're talking about. <laughs> Cause she she'll watch wrestling for uh-huh. a little bit. She goes, "I'm done," and she'll walk away. It's not long at all, but she knows that I like wrestling a lot. And she goes, "Oh, dad needs to watch wrestling," <laughs> but it's not like she sits there and really watches wrestling. With yeah, me, so. but this is your chance to get all the toys you want <laughs> by having her say, "These are the toys that I want." Yeah, and that's then you'd true. Be like, "Hey, if you get this, we could share." Yeah. And by share, I mean I have it, <laughs> and you don't need it because you don't even like wrestling. But she that just much. mentioned it out of nowhere, and it's like she couldn't tell me what it was exactly. She was mm-hmm. just saying it, and she's like, "Well, we'll just write it down." I'm like, "I have no clue what you're talking about." <laughs> yes, a, a, a championship replica belt yes. of AEW and the big gold belt. That yes. She wants both of those. Yes, she doesn't want the plastic ones. She wants the authentic <laughs> gold plated. Leather well, strap. I don't want the toy. I want the tickets to the show that may be coming to Houston. <laughs> it could be. I know. Like, how the hell are you gonna are you gonna announce Austin, they Dallas, and San Antonio? They did they that last sure time. Did. It's like we're we're not gonna. Okay, so when they finally announce Houston, we're not gonna be next to them because last time yeah. we were months after yeah. them. So yeah. that's just how it's we gonna were. Be. 
was it like February or March? I wonder if it's like something like that. Because obviously, I think their venues are bigger than the one they use over yeah. here, the Fertitta Center. Yeah, it but, is. Because the only major venue that other than the Fertitta Center they can use is like the Toyota Center, and they've said they don't want to run the same venues as WWE. So that makes it kind of this difficult. one's extremely small. It is very which small. I don't want to. I don't want to complain because I highly enjoy this. Actually, yeah, this what we call intimate setting or whatever. Yeah. I don't know, but like, plus I'm spoiled because yeah. we did for front row. I'm like, I don't want anything <laughs> else. I know, like God. I'm so spoiled now on front row seats. We like, just gotta see how much the tickets. If they stay the same or they're well, increased, we agreed. It doesn't matter what the cost. Is. We're gonna We're go. Going. We're gonna do it. We're going. Uh. Speaking of tickets, this is not uh, wrestling talk, but you remember how I told you I talked to you a little bit about buying tickets for uh, the Depeche Mode concert. Mm-hmm. Depeche Mode, uh, I really like a lot. Yeah, and that's nuts how much the tickets were. This, uh, so there's like a um, what's it called? What's those imitation bands that they uh, oh, cover bands? Cover bands that mm-hmm. like dress like them and sing like them. There's this guy I follow. And he was talking about, like, hey, last night he was in Houston. And then today he's going to be in uh, El Paso yeah. or whatever. But he so funny. He, he did a live video. He's like, hey, come check it out. There's still tickets available. Um, uh, they're more affordable than the real Depeche Mode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. They're just. That's a good selling point. Mm-hmm. You're like, hey, if you like Depeche Mode music and you don't want to go and pay an arm and a leg for the actual concert, come see us. We do a great cover of them yeah that's all you need yeah. right i mean it's the same thing maybe <laughs> right? uh, it's as good right is that what you're saying um yeah and i mean dude concert tickets are just like have blown up lately yeah. like blink 182 oh so what's the prices on them it was more expensive than i was expecting uh we got uh upper deck of the toyota center for a hundred bucks okay so much is like the lower not, the lower bowls were asinine of how expensive they were. It was over insane. a thousand. No, uh, not that much, but like I'm not paying three hundred and fifty dollars for a lower bowl seat. I'm sorry, I'm not. So if you're gonna do lower bowl or floor, if you're gonna do floor in general, you have to be front front. You know, I mean, yeah. you don't want to be in the middle of the floor because that's I, still not that anything great. more than like six rows back, and and you're dealing with people standing in front of you blocking your view yeah. and, and it's all just that. like with Depeche Mode I got the bowl where it's like going up like where it's yes. about to go up so I can yes. still like I'm elevated so I'm above the people mm-hmm. on the floor so I can see them yeah and see so, uh, we end up getting Blink-182 tickets and so like I said I, we got the upper deck because mm-hmm. it was either upper deck lower deck or floor and like I'm not I'm not about to spend 300 something dollars because I had to buy four tickets um, so I'm not spending, you know, $1,200 on a, on a concert. Yeah. So I got the, I got front row of the upper deck, so we won't have anyone behind us. So if we want to sit, we can sit and awesome. enjoy the music. And those I, were a hundred bucks. I've seen Blink-182 at the rodeo, but was yes. one of the, was, y'all were there too, right? Yeah. With Matt Skiba when he was mm-hmm. in for Tom DeLonge. Yeah. But, um, but now Tom is back. Yeah. So this is going to be all three members of. Is Mark cured? Cancer or recession or whatever it's called. Yeah, remission. Remission. I said recession. Sorry. (laughs) We're not in a... Well, that's the wrong word. Remission. Yes. Forgot I said recession, please. Yeah, I believe he is. And so now they're 
good to go. And because I, I like watched a video and and uh, Tom was like, you know, all our issues, you know, with Mark having cancer, it kind of put things in perspective. Yeah, and it's like all these issues that we had. It's just you know, we could put in the past. It's like we're back to where we were when we first started and stuff. And it's, it's a good feeling. Yeah. And they got a new album on the way and all that. He sounds a little different, doesn't he? He he sounds like a dad. (laughs) Like, let's be honest, you know, time hits us all. Oh yeah. Yeah. Your voice is going to change the, the, you know, punk rock guys of early two thousands, late nineties have grown up. Yeah. And <laughs> well, I'm not like I'm not even talking about like what their songs are about or whatever, but like voice no, wise. I'm just, yeah, voice vocal, wise, vocal wise. Mark still sounds the same a little bit. He sounds like, like like his voice has changed a little bit. Yeah, and Tom, that's he's gotten older. Because when he when he what's that edging? Is that the new yeah. single? Like certain notes when he sings, I was like, oh, that's what he sounds like back in the past. But certain ones, I was like, that's different. Yeah, that's like it's. Yep, and that's. That happens to to the best of them. Dude, they're gonna make fucking bank. You know how many people are gonna want to come see Blink One Two? Oh yeah, the whole lineup, like the whole yeah. thing. You know, no, no offense fact, to Matt, he did and a good job. And the fact that uh, Evanescence is the opener, really? Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. So, in a sense, I'm like, okay, I can see why they're asking so much because that's wow, that's two well known names. Yeah. But on the other end, it's like God, like tickets used to be so much cheaper. Mm-hmm. But they're like, hey, let's just make more money. I wanted to vomit yeah. when I saw oh, I on Ticketmaster for Depeche Mode, like mm-hmm. the front sections was like 1500 Yeah. On Ticketmaster. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what the fuck? And that's not including taxes and fees. Yes. Like, good Lord. Yes. So so I got Blink-182 tickets. Uh, my wife and I are going on a cruise in March. And then we found out, like, right after we booked the cruise... Um, Muse, one of our favorite rock yeah. bands, they announced a tour, and they're going to be going to Houston like two days before we go on our we set sail on our cruise. So we're calling it the Muse and Cruise Tour. Um, That's catchy. Thank you. Yes, yeah, it just rolled off the top of my tongue, you know, top of my head, and uh, and so it was funny because the whole reason why we we're going on a cruise is because it's like the past two or three years for our anniversary, we've gone to Houston. And so my wife was like, oh, I don't really want to go to Houston this year. But then once they announced the tour, I'm like, <laughs> to guess where we're going for our anniversary? Going to Houston. <laughs> going to Houston again. Oh, damn it. Okay. So we're gonna uh, we're gonna go up to Houston, watch the concert. We'll probably stay the night in Houston, and then we'll go and spend Friday, um, Friday in Galveston, or spend it in in um, Houston. In Houston. Yeah. <laughs> and then Saturday we'll go to Galveston. Hop Hit on that, the uh, that restaurant y'all told me about I just went to whatever. Which one? That is the last I forgot which one, but it's like the super expensive. Oh, or, yeah. Like the steak was amazing. Yeah. Fogo de Chao. The yeah. Brazilian steakhouse. All you can eat meat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All you can eat meat. Man, that place is good. Like, it's really good. If you've never been to a Brazilian steakhouse, I would highly recommend it. But the thing is, once you get full and you're like sick of looking at food. You have to get out of there fast because all it is is people walking around mm. with like just. I'm done. Yeah, just skewers of steak and chicken and sausage. Can you take and, whatever is on your plate home? No, damn it! I know you can't it's take like, anything home. Anymore, anymore. Hey, can I have a to-go box? <laughs> yeah, they'd be like, no, you cannot. Shit, because uh, 
I need something for uh, once you, lunch tomorrow. Once you once you're past the meat sweats and you're at the point of no the return. Meat sweats. Yeah. Oh, you never had meat sweats. Uh uh-uh. uh Where you, you know you eating so much and you just you just like start running out of breath and you just feel <laughs> you're just oh man I'm I'm worn out. Yeah. I'm tired of eating. It's got the meat sweats. I'm disappointed that they don't have a to go box. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm sure if instead of doing... Because everyone will abuse that shit. Oh, absolutely. Like, just give me two more steaks and I'm going to take it home. Like, don't worry. I can, close the, I can close the lid. Just put it in. <laughs> just give me the whole steak. Damn it. Bastard. <laughs> Maybe in the back. What are you going to do? Give it to that guy? He's not yeah. going to eat it. <laughs> that dude's vegan. <laughs> He's vegan. What is he even doing here? <laughs> what is he doing here? We got tofu steaks. We got tofu. <laughs> Dude, they had like some... Uh, sweet and spicy bacon that was there oh mm. so good that so i guess they do like breakfast stuff as well really like a brunch kind of thing and man they had some of that left over and so it was like on a little tray by the salad bar and i got a couple pieces of that it was so good Ooh. it was like you took a bite of it and you're like oh that's pretty sweet and then the heat kicked in oh god we're like "Ooh, it's got <laughs> a little kick i like there. It. <laughs> it was good but uh yeah so we'll do that then we'll go on the cruise and uh, spend seven, six or seven days at sea. Cruise and booze. Yeah. We leave Saturday. We leave Saturday out of Galveston. Spend two full days at sea. Then on the third day, we wake up in uh, Honduras. Then spend the day in Honduras. Then we go to Belize City, Belize. And then we go to Cozumel, Mexico. And then a full day at sea on the way back. And then... Get back on Sunday. I so, think. what we all like do when you're at sea? That's the good thing. Whatever we want. Uh, we've already scheduled a couple's massage. Um, you can. There's a spa. There's a gym. There's putt putt. There's an arcade. Putt-putt. There's a casino. Will that throw off your game and putt putt because no. you're on the boat and then you're like, oh, I hit it this way, but it went that way. No, really. Yeah. Only only if the weather is bad do you really feel okay. the rocking in the ship. And uh, what's really cool is I booked our room, and about a week ago, I know we're supposed to be talking wrestling, but, you know. We'll get there. We'll get there. (laughs) Um, Sorry, guys. So, I booked our room and everything, and they say you... To to experience the smoothest ride, get your room in the center of the ship. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, Not at the front, not at the back. Is that what y'all got? You got the middle? I got... I did the front, but as close to the center as I could. And then uh, about a week ago, I got an email from them saying, hey, we're upgrading your room. You're now dead center. I'm like, hell yeah. Like, it's kind of a good and a bad thing. You can't see out. No, we have a a patio. Like, we have a balcony. Um, But the one thing that... I might have an issue with is we're right next to the elevators. Why would you have issue? Because to hear because the there would be a lot of people coming in, uh, going, and so there would be a lot of people talking gotcha. and all that. That would be the only concern I have. But the other, that the upside to that is we open the door and there's the elevator. Yeah, you just go and we can just go wherever. Hell yeah! But yeah, the good thing about cruises is that there's shops, there's restaurants, there's entertainment. Like they bring comedians and musical acts and all that on these cruises. So you know you can do as much or as little as you want. If you want to just go and chill by the pool, you can do that. They yeah. have an adults only area. They have like a giant projector screen, and they show movies at night. 
they have nightclubs and everything, bars and every. I mean, there's so much to do on a on a cruise. Um, what so. package did you get? Did you get the one where like uh, you paid for all your booze? Yes. <laughs> awesome. Uh, I did oh, that. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to hit that. It's fine. Uh, so we did that. The only thing we don't have is, like, the top shelf stuff. So, like, there's there's no package where you pay for everything. There's a light package where you get, like, sodas and juice and teas. Yeah. Then there's the medium package where you get all that, plus you get your wine, your beers, your... Uh, uh, you can get some some liquor, um, and then there's the top package where it's like all like everything that they have to offer. And I was like, I just can't. It was like it was like an extra hundred dollars per person for that, and I'm just like, nah, I'm good with. I was gonna say I don't like drink a lot, you yeah. know. Yeah, and uh, one of the things that I found about the ship is that they kind of give you. Sort of like the fast pass, not the fast pass. You know the wristbands for Disney. Yeah, they give you those for your like it's your key, um, but it's also it also credit has like card. A, it's a credit card and it can also track you so that if you order oh. something on your phone, they'll know right where you are. So even if you get up to like, they'll I'm go gonna, to you. Yeah, so they'll they'll bring it to you. Well, he's in the bathroom. Open the door, sir. You have your food, right? <laughs> sir, I got your crown and coke, like you asked. Sh- <laughs> leave it out there. Leave it at the door. I'll get it. <laughs> All right. I'm having a good time. I'm cruising. Why does it say he's in the ocean? <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> it says he's off the boat. <laughs> uh oh. Might be in trouble there. But well, that's yeah. pretty cool, though. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Um, I I would love to one day to to go cruising with you that would be awesome yeah that really would and they i mean they they go everywhere so i mean if you wanted to go to alaska you can go to alaska i want to do go, both of them like i want to do like do the like regular the cruise and i want to do alaskan cruise too yeah. i really do yeah oh yeah kelsey and i we've already talked we want to do an alaskan cruise because i went i went on one back in 2007 and i didn't really fully appreciate it you know mm-hmm um, I mean, it was gorgeous. You see things that you're just like, oh, my God. Like, it's beautiful. But I'd really like to go as a more matured adult yeah. and, like, further appreciate it. Um, the only thing that I had an issue with on that is that it kind of rains a lot. Oh, really? You know? So you don't really get to go on the top decks and, like, just chill by the pool. Yeah. So you kind of, like, have to find other stuff to do around the boat, you know? Um and then when we went, there was, like, really bad weather in Japan. Like, there, I think there was, like, a tsunami or an earthquake or something. And so it caused a ripple effect. Oh, wow. And so it had happened in, like, two or three days before we went on the cruise. But by the time we were on the cruise, the ripples had reached us. So the boat was, like, swaying. Oh, no. Like, you're walking down a hallway and, like, your elbows are, like, bumping into the walls. Dang. And uh, even the captain, the captain of the ship, got on. and was like, "We apologize. We've never experienced weather like this before. You know, like don't go on the top. Like they closed the top decks down, so people couldn't even go outside. They're like, we don't want to risk people like slipping or falling off the ship. Yeah, that's so, nuts. Yeah, so we kind of just like chilled in the in the main area um, of the ship, and they had like a art auction and all that. Like it was pretty cool." Yeah, that was kind of that was fun, but uh, yeah, cruises are are nice because, like I said, you can do as much or as little as you want. If you want to get off the ship and go do an excursion, 
You can't. I want to do those two, and then also I want to do the special edition cruise of the Jericho cruise. Yes, the Jericho cruise. Heck yeah. I'm all for that. And speaking There's going to be of, boats of all marks on it. <laughs> Get on. And, uh, my name's Mark. Uh, <laughs> no, my name's Tyler. No, your name is Mark. You're Mark. That's Mark. Yeah, that's Mark. Everyone's Mark here. <laughs> High-paying Mark. This is a good segue into something with Jericho. Uh, yeah, Jericho. Let's talk. Uh, let's talk a little AEW. Here news, we go. Wrestling. Shall we? Uh, that's that's the moment. You know, you people waited twenty minutes for that. Let's <laughs> get into that. Uh, we don't have like match by match per se because uh, I haven't been able to keep up with wrestling that much. Like I watched, I watched uh, Dynamite and. Uh, I watched a little bit of Raw, and that's about it. Raw is more tolerable yeah. than it used it's to be. It's improved. But it's improved, but it's, I'm still not 100% there for WWE. Yeah. There's moments that make it easier now, mm-hmm. but still, I'm like, one, like, meh thing, I'm ready to turn it. Yeah. Because I'm not, you know, I'm not lenient on and, it. And another thing, like... So Halloween Havoc was last night. Mm-hmm. I wasn't even aware of it because I I am so engrossed with the with the baseball playoffs right now yeah. that everything else is like taking a back seat. <laughs> like I wonder if I'm behind on my DVR they, shows. I think and, all the wrestling shows have probably suffered because of yeah, pretty baseball. much a little bit. Well, I mean, not like a big hit, but yeah. it's you know it is noticeable. Uh, but we were talking about Jericho, and we do have some big news about him. He has signed a contract extension through 2025, so he is not going anywhere for quite some time. And it's December of 2025, not like it's going to be like March of 2025. Yeah. Which so he's, he's basically him. AEW until 2026. You need to lock him in because don't know what the status is on CM Punk. Um, well, there's rumors and speculations about that. Yeah, we don't know for sure. We, you know, there may be like AW may buy his contract out, mm-hmm. but I don't know. They have a lot of good things going for them, and then there's a lot of iffy things that they're doing that doesn't make any sense. Tony Khan plays the long game yeah. when it comes to storylines, and it's it's annoying sometimes. It really is with certain things. Yeah. Um, but. He they do so many things that are right too. So I mean, you can't always do good by. So you can't always have. Can't please much, everybody. You can't please everybody. Yeah, you really can't. There are some people that just, you know, they would have been a great fit, but you just can't come up with something for yeah. them. And it's the same with any organization, it, it, whether it, it be too. WWE, whether it be Impact, New Japan. There's there's some folks that, you know, they're an amazing talent, and you just can't quite find the spot or maybe just the timing is off yeah, yeah. You know, i mean you look at malachi black like everyone was like dude this is a big star wwe just let him go i can't timing believe it wrong with it and the timing was wrong he went to aew and everyone's like yes he you know he's gonna be given the push he deserves and unfortunately they had other storylines going and he just wasn't able to really intertwine it yeah so it's kind of like ah oh, you know it's you could say the same thing about miro Oh my gosh, that's like the one mm-hmm. in AEW. I'm like, why are you not using him more? Yeah, the one. Like, cause I like no offense. I I mean Andrade and Malachi Black, they are talented to a certain extent, you know. But like, I can do without them, you know. But yeah. I really am, am more invested in Miro than those two guys. Yeah, I'm the same. 
Um, but one of the things going back to going back to Jericho signing this contract extension, uh, I'm curious now if so he had a very good relationship with Vince McMahon, mm-hmm. and I'm sure when his contract was expired, if he wanted to go back to WWE, he would have been welcomed back. I'm curious as to what his relationship is with Triple H and Stephanie. Ooh. Like, I know, for the most part, he's on good terms with Stephanie. Probably on pretty good terms with Triple H. But that makes me question, like, is this is that the reason why he re-signed with AEW? Because there were a lot of people speculating, oh, Jericho's contract's coming up. He's going to he's gonna leave, go back to WWE, and finish out his career there. Um, so, is the retiring of Vince McMahon... Did that have a ripple effect with Jericho in saying, I liked Vince more than I like Steph and Trips. I'm going to stay with Because we know back in the past, as he said on his podcast, he didn't, like, at first, they couldn't stand each other, Triple H and yeah. uh, Jericho. So with, that could have changed. Yeah. So with, with that, with him, with Triple H being in charge, could that be a thing for Jericho to say, you know, if I go back, I'm probably not going to be treated as a champion like I am in AEW. Um, so he's probably going to stick with, with Tony Khan and, and ride it out with AEW. Um, he's, you know, he's been announced sort of a as a backstage leader. Like, there's kind of three backstage leaders right now. There's Jericho, Danielson, and Moxley. Um, and, it's, and from the report that I read, it's like, separate, they're not great leaders. But together... You know, they sort of divide and conquer. They're mm-hmm. like, okay, you handle your guys. Moxley, Moxley, you take care of Eddie Kingston. D- you know, Danielson, <laughs> you take care of these guys. You know. That's sad but true. Yeah. I mean, we love Eddie deep down, but, you know, he, he's a hothead. Yeah. He really is in real life. Yeah. You know, Jericho's probably like, don't worry about Guevara, uh, Sammy Guevara. I'll, I'll handle Guevara. I'll, I'll handle him. And he's know. also a hothead, too. Yeah. Guevara, so. Yeah. So, especially, you know, with, like, all the issues that have been popping up with him here he's lately. Co- he is cocky. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, oh, is he on, like, strike two after this? The There's blow only up that so much had? Jericho could save you from. Yeah. Until you're fucking booted. Before it's just like, dude, you got some growing to do, but yeah. for now you can't do it here. You know, sorry. Yeah. Um, so with Jericho, I feel he decided, you know, I'll probably be – I'll probably – get the treatment that I want in AEW. If I say, Hey, I want to become a champion. They'll be like, okay, let's make it work. Let's find a way. He's the Ocho man. He is the Ocho. That's right. Um, or if it's like, Hey, I want to take a more backstage role, help out the young guys in the yeah. back, share my wisdom and knowledge, you know? Cause I mean, you look at the, you look at the people that, that AEW has in their, in their locker room, the, the veterans, you know, there's a lot. Yeah, There's a lot. I mean, not just wrestlers, but backstage people. Yeah, Mark mm-hmm. Henry, Paul White, William Regal, Dean Malenko, Jerry Lynn. You have all these minds in in your locker room who could help out the future of yeah. of wrestling. So, you know, they they have a good batch of young talent that are up and coming who are getting that national exposure, becoming big stars. And then you got the the people who have lived through some of the dark days of wrestling, oh yeah, and the and the golden days of wrestling. So it's kind of like, dude, you know, here's 
they could probably offer financial advice like you know here's how you'd be smart with your money don't you know stay out of the the parties and and all that um this is about aw but this is moving on to something so i don't know if you saw this latest promo i guess it was on dark i have no clue hmm. so ortiz and the lucha brothers call a meeting to talk to eddie have you seen that i have not about how destructive his behavior is. Hmm. Oh yeah, because he got himself disqualified and all that. Oh, uh, was it? Because I haven't been keeping up. And then Pat comes up and like, like, and he's like, "What's going on? Why y'all talking?" You know. And I was like, "What's going on?" Because I haven't been keeping up. I was like, "Oh, I guess there's something going on in dark or whatever." But like, God, this, that guy. I know he's he has a lot of problems and stuff. But this is the perfect place for him. This is where he needs to be, yeah, Eddie. And I hope he sticks around because, trust me, there's a lot of people in this company he does not like. So, I don't know. I hope he sticks around. I'm guessing it's storyline because, you know, he got himself disqualified after the match because he wouldn't stop hitting on uh, or beating down, who was it, Sammy Guevara. And so, like, <laughs> so now they're kind of like, oh, he's destructive and all that. So they're trying to, like, reel him in storyline-wise. I would think. I don't know if there's going to be another match between. Because they were all talking. And then you hear a voice like, you need to listen to them. Uh, saying Penta mm-hmm. and uh, Ray. And it's it's Pac coming up. Pac says, they're champions. They know what they're talking about. Pac. So I don't know if we're going to have Pac versus um, Eddie Kingston coming up. I mean, I'd be all for it. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. I need I mean, I know they're online. There's a few AEW figures I need to get. Mm. Like, I finally got finally found a while back chuck in stores but i even though he's gonna be out on his well i don't know what the stats of cm punk but i still want a cm punk action figure yeah i want eddie kingston's action figure brian danielson claudio when they have that um i don't know who else i can't think but definitely eddie kingston i really want that figure yeah go show heck yeah Maybe if you're maybe if you're a good boy for Christmas, Santa will bring I you. I will one. talk to Santa. There you go, and he will give me cereal. Or you can get, <laughs> yes, that's a throwback. Man, I was just thinking about that the other day because I was really? listening, yeah, because I was listening to some of our sketches and stuff, and like, <laughs> and uh, like the on this day on yeah. Facebook and all that popped up, and it was, I was like, man, I remember that day when Tyler was like, all oh, Santa brings me is cereal. <laughs> They're like, what? what? the hell are you And I'm not the about? only one who remembers, remembers that. My sister, same yeah. thing. Now everyone else are like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> it was that specific one mall Santa. He gave me like a, a whole pack of mini cereals. Damn it, Santa. What are you thinking? <laughs> well, I want more <clears throat> tricks. <laughs> Anywho, yes. Um, God. Or you can have your daughter say that's what that's what she wants for Christmas. She wants to see him punk action. <laughs> just tell her just feed it. It's like say it with some passion. Action Frank. Action Frank. <laughs> Is that mummy Danhausen? Could be. <laughs> that's where we got the curse from. Curse. Um Yeah, so no, really in general, AEW with WWE and other companies, they have their ups and downs. Right now, you're seeing more downs with AEW because, mm-hmm. hey, guess what? WWE's on the rise because of Triple H, and he's hiring all these people. But also, internally, they keep most of their shit contained. Yeah. <laughs> AEW has 
two fights that was under their belt and it was straight to I mean don't get me wrong every company has their fights but I felt yeah. like okay what do some of the superstars do when they get a chance I'm going to social media I'm going to bash you right and it's not storyline it's real life Vince would be like no you can't do that but I remember in the past there were certain WWE superstars that would be vague on Twitter Damn. it's like Andrade free Andrade you know and that kind of stuff yeah social media kind of is burdening AEW down especially Sammy he fucking goes nuts with that shit like just shut the fuck up <laughs> yeah it's it's one thing to be like hey you've got creative freedom it's another to be like don't air your grievances on social media like come on dude like try and be professional like there's a lot of people on AEW who are doing that mm-hmm. Miro Sammy Andrade yeah um, I don't know who else but other people yeah there's it's one thing to like agree with fans like liking a, a, a tweet or something but to actively go out and try and be like oh fire me ha 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 you know like come on dude like Miro's Miro's mad you're supposed to be you're, you're contracted to this company yeah if you're unhappy don't resign yeah you know, if they come in and offer you more money or something, just be like, no, I just, I want to go. And also what is super weird to hear and see is certain stars are not getting used as much in AEW. They want to go back to WWE so they can get used more. That's fucking weird to hear and see. <laughs> see, and the thing about that is for some of those talents, yes, there is a chance that they'll come in and they'll be treated like a big star. You know, you look at Cody that's that's one that's yeah. you know the define but there are some that if they went back to wwe they would just get lost in the shuffle because it's like buddy would oh absolutely buddy would i mean i don't think they would like hey you're actually going to join the judgment day so you can be with your girlfriend yeah now andrade they may pull the card where hey you're going to be teaming with charlotte because who charlotte is mm-hmm. Th- that may be a thing yeah but I don't know what uh, Malachi or Alistair would do if he goes back. They're not gonna. I don't think they would put him with Selena or Zelina. No, they wouldn't. She's already she's already with Legato de Fantasma. Yeah, yeah they, so they wouldn't. So you would do cool things, and then and then what? Then what? Yeah. It's it's the Bray Wyatt factor where it's like you can't book him to lose against anybody. So who do you have him go up against? You know. And then what? I know this sounds bad because there's part of me that, that does like Andrade, but like, let him go back to WWE. Let I'm him. I'm totally fine. Like, I'm at the point now where it's like, okay, if AEW, if there's talent in AEW that, that want to leave, go. Yeah, fucking go. go ahead. You know, you want to go to New Japan, you want to go to Ring of Honor, or you can't go to Ring of Honor. You want to <laughs> go, you want to go to Impact, fine. Yeah, that's that's cool. Uh, I mean, you look at Allen Angels. You know, he left. He's doing good. He left AEW and is back in Impact right now. So, you know, more power to him. What's, and this is probably on your list, uh, yeah, what's the deal with uh, GCW What's the deal WWE? with New England? It's over 200 years old. Last time I checked, that's not that new. Hey, Jerry. <laughs> yeah, something along the lines that they're taunting that um, GCW may be doing something with WWE. I have not heard that. Yes, hmm. and they're not denying it, and like something big's happening, and then this part 
because he's a fucking troll, he does it. But Joey Janela is promoting Raw and stuff. But oh, I was like, Lord. no, you can't take that into anything. But like, there were some other things pointing to that direction. I'm like, that's kind of weird. Yeah, I wouldn't think so. But they're like, oh, just wait until WrestleMania weekend and see what happens. I'm like, what the fuck y'all talking about? Right. Whatever. So I don't know. You can't take anything that Joey Janela says serious. No. And there are certain. There are certain talents that were picked up by AEW in the early days of AEW, which is weird because the company is only three years old. I'm, I'm <laughs> early like early days. Early we're days. still in the early days. They very much are. They're still a very young company. Um, but you look at some of the talent that they hired, and we've talked about this before, where some of them was just like, we're going we're gonna to pick up a bunch of talent and see who works. Yes. Yeah, some, some of them work. Some of them don't. Some of them who didn't work or probably won't work are still in the company. So it's kind of like, all right, you know. Like, Joey Janela, I'm sorry. He was never going to be a big star. I did like the match between Joey Janela and uh, John Moxley. Yeah. The first one. That yeah. And that's fine, but can you can you look? And I hate, like, criticizing some of these people based on their looks and stuff. But you look at some of them. And you're like, it's not championship material. It's not. It, they're not going to be on the cover of the of the next video game or or something. You know. I think you're mainly you were talking about Joey Janela uh-huh. and Marco Stunt. No, not even Marco Stunt, but like, you know, I don't, I don't see big star when I look at like Sunny Kiss. When I look at Joey Janela, even Marco Stunt. Um, There's one more that you're missing that you didn't say. Well, it. Once you say his name, I'm going to say something. Well, you go ahead. You say his name. I'm not saying his He's name. pretty. Oh, the Ryan Nemeth guy? Nope. Oh. He's with him. Oh, Peter Avalon. Yes. Yeah. He has a... <laughs> Cock. I know. Like, like a Pringles can. Pringles can. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's some... You know, and he's trying to make his gimmick work. Yeah. Definitely. But, you know... There's just some that just don't have that it factor. But also, they're not. There's gonna be stars that are not gonna be main event players, sure. no matter what. Yeah. But you're gonna have to have each player that plays a role in some aspect. That's a good point. Like, if they could, like, well, you don't want it to be, but if they worked on Ryan Nemeth, he could definitely be like his brother, mm-hmm. or you know, a different version of it that's higher up. You know what I mean? Yeah. But here's here's the thing that I kind of have the the issue with. So they have dark, they have dark elevation, right? So why on dynamite or rampage are we getting big talent names going up against no namers, the local talent? What is that? It don't happen that often on dynamite. Not often, but it's the fact that they're not using their already established talent that are on darker elevation like Aaron Solo not used on dynamite even if it's a squash match you know you look at you look at guys like Angelico he could you know he's an established enough name yes. that they could use him on dynamite even though he would probably lose you know so if you're going to use no name talents or local talents sorry I don't mean to say like no name talents you know, if if you're using local talent to to enhance your your guys, 
what what are you keeping guys like Angelico around for? Yeah. I mean, there's a bunch of those guys like that. Why are you keeping around Angelico, the factory, all those guys? Yeah. Like, they're now, still I, in the same underst- damn place. Well, I understand the factory is the the up-and-coming talent from Cody's wrestling school, wrestling mm-hmm. academy. Like, they went there to learn, sort of like Booker T's reality wrestling. You know, people go there to learn. Then you get your opportunities elsewhere. Um, and... I want to say, I might be incorrect on this, so take it with a pinch of salt, but I want to say that they announced that uh, Reality of Wrestling is now going to be sort of a gateway to NXT. What? Oh, because Booker T is the... Yeah. It's going to be like one of the farming schools. Wow. So where they're like, So, and I'm sure they have others. It's not going to be the only one, but I'm sure now when, you know, WWE is like, hey... We're going to be calling up some NXT talent, get started on some new talent. So I think Reality Wrestling is going to be one of one of the schools that they'll be like, okay, let's go, let's look at what who they have first. Yeah. So it'll be the same like that for the factory, where Cody's talent. Yeah, but like my thing is, they that group has been there since the early days and i'm yeah. talking about and you're still not doing too much with them they're in the mm-hmm. same damn spot yeah and it's been three years and you let new people come in so other people that's for those guys i bet their morale is down to a certain extent because they want to be bigger they want to do and, and i know they're probably learning and some may have already the experience but mm-hmm. they're still in the same damn place you know what's crazy? I've got the AEW roster up right now. Uh-huh. Do you know how many matches total for for 2022 Miro has been in? Three. Four. Four. Four matches in all of 2022. We are in late October, yep. and he's only been in four matches. Yeah. Like That's insane to me. That's... And I don't know if he's hurt, but that is actually dropping the fucking ball. And I, I wonder if... Tony, he's moving the pieces around, but also I wonder if Tony is the type where if he hears whisperings and stuff, he gets butt hurt and hey, I'm gonna put you over here and you're mm-hmm. not gonna wrestle. I wonder if he's like kind of like a vengeful type. You know what I mean? I don't know. Or like he takes shit personal. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because we've heard take for instance, and that's his story, I know you can roll your eyes, but it's his story, Joey Janella, when he said that he did that thing when he when he was fighting Eddie Kingston and he hit him a certain way. And to Tony, that looked bad, but, like, Eddie was okay with it later mm-hmm. on. And then fucking Tony stopped talking to uh, Joey Janela. It was the same with other stars, too, like Marco Stunt and everything. Like, they just, just stopped talking to you yeah, and stopped booking you. And, like, in my eyes, if that's the case, I'm not saying – I don't know if this stuff goes down, but if you're disappointed in a talent – you need to tell them, no matter if they're in the top, middle, or bottom. Yeah. Instead of just like, you know what, I, I got other stuff I'm not going to talk to you. I'm going to let your contract run out, and you're just going to be gone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, And I don't know what he is, because he comes off as this nice, quirky dude, but you know, we don't know what his tics are and all right. that stuff. And yeah, you don't know how they are when they're not on screen. Yes. When they're so, backstage, you don't know how some people really are. And it seems like Miro is really frustrated, not going to lie. It does seem that way. And... And if he's well, not hurt, see, I don't know. I don't know if he's like, maybe he's frustrated that he doesn't get to wrestle, but he's probably not like bitching up a storm because 
he signed a contract extension and extension yeah i think i want to say so. i don't remember seeing him sign an extension i thought he signed like a three or four year contract when he first came in or something like that uh yeah he re-signed when let's see when was this article posted march of 2022 he did yeah wow it was a four-year extension that'll keep him until at least 2026. Damn. Well, look, I know you want this a special attraction, but this is too much away. You know what I mean? And I know <laughs> yeah. you got to shuffle the pieces around, but include him more. Really? It Seriously? Could, it could be because he has been shooting, I think, in a TV show or maybe a movie or something. Oh, okay. So, you know, similar with Samoa Joe. He was recently filming... Uh, they were doing the Twisted Metal movie, and he was providing the voice, well, I think. if that's the case, and when he comes back, put him in some storylines, yeah. please. So maybe that maybe please. it's kind of like that that cycle that we were talking about in the early days of AEW, uh, where, you know, okay, they're telling the storylines to get to All Out right yeah. now. So once that concludes, maybe Miro will come back. He'll get put in the, in the thread. Yeah. In the cycle. I don't want to sound like I'm griping, and even though I'm griping. Stop but griping. Like, I don't know. It's like I love AEW so much. <laughs> yeah, I'm not crying. You're crying. <laughs> but, but yeah, and it's sad. It's sad to see. You know, obviously injuries plague a lot of them. Oh God, yes. You look at Adam Cole, who, you know, they said he suffered a severe concussion, mm. and they're not even sure if he's going to be able to wrestle ever again. I don't know about ever again, but like at least for the rest of the year, like. There's been no updates, no word on it. Like he's, he's streaming been, on Twitch and and seems he was happy popping with that. up on G4. Yeah, and G4, now G4 G4 just got canceled. Good lord. Yeah, poor Xavier Woods. He fought so hard for so long to get on G4, and he finally and he did was he for Kevin Pereira. Like he booked it before like the the station got canceled, mm. like a month before it got canceled. Then they gave Attack of the Show to Xavier Woods, so he was the host. Oh. But yeah, poor and it dude. Some of the skits they did was fucking hilarious. Mm. They had WWE superstars and AEW wrestlers too. So yeah, it was it was cool all around. But yeah, it does suck though. Got canceled. Um, another injury that recently occurred in AEW was the uh, Hangman Adam Page mm. getting injured. That was a scary sight. Fortunately, we've learned that it was a concussion. Um, I say fortunately because it could have been a lot worse. Because I was trying to figure out because he got you could tell when he landed like it was a normal land, but like yeah. the doctor said something like he like motioned for. Well, the ref, the ref, you know, the ref tends to go and check, and you yeah, know, you, they, they do the whole little grab my hand thing, and he didn't grab him, and he was like, "You okay?" wasn't responding, and so that's whenever he was like, "Hey." You know, get the doc over here, get him checked out, mm -hmm. hang on Moxley. Because you could tell Moxley was down if you go back and watch it. So the ref checks on, on Hangman, realizes something's wrong, signals to the doc, immediately turns to check, air quote, on Moxley, basically passing them, passing along the, the word, hey, you know, Hangman's out. Um, so then the doctor was trying to get a response from him. They couldn't. So I guess he was just out of it. That clothesline knocked him 
For yeah, me. and it's it's hard to see because they never showed anything in like slow motion. I guess because you know they didn't know the severity, so they like don't show anything, and so it looked like the the lariat that he took, I guess, just got him on the jaw or something, and the way he landed was awkward. But it looked it, normal to me. It looked for the most part normal, but it could he could have landed like on yeah. the top of his head because he was like out. Like yeah. we just we don't know. We don't know. The the one thing we do know is that it was a concussion. He has said that he is okay. So that's that's the most important thing. They after that, like they had about twelve minutes, ten to twelve minutes to fill. Yeah. And you weird. could tell, yeah. yeah, you could tell that it was it was legit. Like at first, I was like, okay, maybe they're using this as a way to get out of having Hangman lose clean. Um, you he know. looked agitated at first, Moxley, and then well, yeah, like, I mean, this is your main event in front of your hometown. Mm-hmm. You know, like this is supposed to be a, a a big moment for him. He wants to put on a good show. He doesn't want to. He doesn't want the match to be stopped because of yeah. an injury. And you know, he didn't want to. I'm sure he didn't intend to legitimately knock out Paige. Yeah. You know, you always want to go out there and you, you want to protect the person you're in the ring with. Um, so, yeah, I, I can imagine he'd be agitated at that because yeah. it's like, oh, shit, you know, like I just knocked out one of our top stars in front of my hometown and ruined the main event. You know, I'm, I'm sure while he did not, you know, yeah. it, again, it wasn't intentional. Cut a cut um, a promo, and they're like just an MJF out too, so we can. Yeah, I'm curious if that was the game plan all along because prior to the match, MJF disappeared from the uh, from the air from the top area. Balcony, so I'm curious yeah. if that was like the end goal, end goal, where you know Moxley was going to win, and then MJF was going to come out try to cash in and then, you know, do what he did where he was like, no, never mind. I want to earn this one. Um, Puts another star down. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know when, if Omega is coming back, when or if. So, the the rumors that I'm hearing is once they figure out what they're doing with Punk, if they end up buying, if they do indeed end up buying out his contract to where he is no longer with the company, as soon as that's finalized, Young Bucks and Omega are back. Because they, they mentioned, uh, it was weird, but Tony Schiavone mentioned the Young Bucks and how he's talking. And I was like, did he mean to say that? Yeah. Because he he didn't sound confident when he said it. it. It was like there was a space between something and it sounded weird. It was probably like the, oh, shit, I shouldn't have said that. Too late. We're already in it. Bucks. <laughs> you know? Yeah. That's why I was like, huh. And they showed Punk and who else? They showed Rollins. Rollins in that, in that package, yeah. yeah. So I'm like, maybe just buy all his contract, but still, you know, show packages and stuff of him. Yeah, as as big as a they're fan, not going to erase him. They're just no. going to move like, on. You need, to, you need to move on, man. Yeah, like you need to go. Like I was a big CM Punk fan, and dude, let's be honest, we were all excited when he came back. Absolutely, it was one of the biggest moments in wrestling history. Yeah. You know, the return of CM Punk, seven years gone. The biggest pop. He sold out an arena on a on a rumor, you know, mm-hmm. to have that moment. And then the whole, you know, hey, ice cream bars on me and everything. Like, shit, dude. <sighs> one of the biggest feuds we've ever seen, one of the greatest feuds, was MJF and Punk. Yeah. Just two guys on the mic spitting fire, man. And then you have this scrum, and 
For what? Like, you blew it. He shot himself in the foot. Yep. He really did. Yep. And now everyone's like, maybe it wasn't WWE that was the problem. Maybe Punk is the problem, which is what a lot of people... It's probably half and half. Um, yeah, there's, you know, two truths to every story, yeah. you know. Well, actually, there's three. There's, you know, my story, your story, and then the truth. Yeah. Know? So, um, I'd be like, dude, you, you were on top of the world. And, um, yeah, you suffered a couple of injuries, but you could have bounced back from them. You did bounce back, and then you got injured again, which is unfortunate. But it's like, man, why... Why did you, why'd you that, start that unprovoked rant? You started that, you know, you talk shit about Adam Page, which no one would have known about that little thing Adam Page said. Mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't noticeable. It's like, oh, it was a little weird, but okay, whatever. And then, yeah. then you went out there and fucking buried the kid mm-hmm. for no fucking reason. <laughs> what was the reason I said? But, yeah. yeah. So now it's kind of like, would the fans even welcome Punk back? Dude, that, it, it, okay, it would actually look so horrible if this would happen, but in my eyes, it'd be kind of hilarious hmm. if he would come back and he'd talk and they'd just say, Colt Cabana. I fully ex- would expect it. Like, not even you joking. Are, you must be super fucking shocked. Everyone loves Colt Cabana because yeah. he's not a dickhead to people and he's very nice. And yeah. They love them in Dark Order. Now, we, again, we've only met him. When he's in a, a social setting where he's there to meet fans, yeah, we don't know what he's like backstage. He yeah. could be a prick for yeah. all we know. He could, he could, but we've never seen that side of him. Now I'm no. sure that there's, I'm sure there's a side to him that is Probably sort a side of, to everyone who's an asshole. Yeah, everyone has it. I've got that side. I can be a prick. Everyone's an asshole. Everyone's an asshole. Everyone has an asshole. We <laughs> everyone all, has an asshole. We all poop. Except for the one that got sewn up. Oh, shit. Stop sewing the motherfucking buttholes. (laughs) And then just constantly feed you and feed you and feed you. You can't shit. You can't shit. Sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. You have to go to a liquid diet. But, yeah, no no talent. I mean, each each person, like I said, they have their own side. But, um, yeah. But, but, okay. But I know it's... Let's look realistically. If CM Punk were to come back, Cole Cabana chance would reign throughout the arena. Oh, my God. He he would he would flip a fucking gasket in front of the fans. I'm, he wouldn't keep his composure. Yeah. How much you want to bet? Oh, I, he wouldn't. Yeah, he wouldn't. Yeah, and then he'd be like, "Fuck it, oh, I need to go over anyway. I fucking hate this now." Yeah, and then you shit that's on the, the fans. reason why I quit in the first place. You would shit on the fans, and then there's some fans that wouldn't do that that would still love you, and then they would be hurt because you just attacked them. Yeah, yeah. I think I think Punk is done. Either way. And then people are like, well, he's going to go to WWE. He's no, he's not, not going to WWE. He is not. He is not. Did, if you heard the... any of the promos that he cut, any of the stories that he told after leaving WWE about his relationship with Triple H, no way. Yeah, no, no, no way. He's. I know the, the, the saying, never say never and all that. I'm but saying never. I'm saying never. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying 99% no would never happen. There, I'm leaving that one percent for just if we entered a parallel universe, a parallel universe, you know, a multiversal thing where there has to be there has to be some chance, some realm of reality where it were to happen. I'm leaving that. So you can do point zero 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 one. That'll be it. <laughs> the rest is all ninety nine. 
I'm ready. I'm ready for Omega to be back and and Young I mean Bucks. Bucks I, I was because he was only there for a little bit before he got back and did a few things. Omega, yeah. then he's gone again. One thing that's also been suffering is where's being the elite. You know? Oh, they're on hiatus. Yeah, they're on hiatus because the Bucks are suspended. But it's like, oh man, we don't get any Dark Order bits. We don't get you know no. anything else. Who's the BTE champ right now? You know, I don't know. But I'm okay not seeing the Ryan Nemeth skits. I always fast forward through those. Me too. Me too. But man, yeah, I don't think Punk's coming back to AEW. I think. I wouldn't be surprised if he never comes back to wrestling, period. Yeah, for Like, sure. if he does something, you know, I think Tony Khan mentioned he has, like, an office. He does, like, an office job or something. What the fuck does that even mean? I have no idea. He's probably, he like, a talent be, scout. Is he or, still be doing that? Or is he going to be, like, done, done? Just, like, fucking leave. Yeah. Just leave. Yeah. And it's and it's sad for me even to say that because I want him back so much. I want to see this. But, like, yeah, man. It's like You just can't go around, like, doing that stuff. Mm-hmm. Just can't. Yeah, but Punk, I think, is done, and it's unfortunate the way that it went down. But I think right now it would be in best interest to not bring him back because all you're going to do is going to get see him. Uh, you're going to get Colt Cabana chance, and that's just going to piss him off even more. And also, what's and they're not going to tell us they're not. But what what really happened with Colt? Why'd you take him away from Dark Order? Um, why I mean, is he not could, being? It could have been because of Punk. Yeah. They're probably like, look. Even though they said no, it's not. I mean, Tony Khan could have sat down with Punk and be like, hey, do you, you know, what's what's going on between you and Cabana? Are y'all, do you think you could be professional or do you want nothing to do with him? And he was probably like, I want nothing to do with him. And so he was like, okay, we'll figure something. We'll figure something out with him and go from there. And then he like I have I have to feel that there was some truth to the stories of like people going to defend Colt Cabana and be like, dude, no, that's my boy. Like, don't don't fire him. Yeah. Like, and it's probably like, dude, we're not going to fire him. We were just thinking of something to do with him. And so they're probably like, okay, go to Ring of Honor or something because he's been doing like opening matches for Ring of Honor. Yeah. Like pay per views. Mm. Like, I won't be surprised if like. If they announce Punk's contract has been bought out, he's done. He's gone from the company. If like the next week, Colt Cabana like shows up with the Dark Order, and they're like, "Dude, where have you been?" He's like, "Oh, I was just over there." <laughs> they know? would, they would decide something like that. Yeah. It's like we've been looking everywhere for you. I'm like, dude, I was literally just off to the side. I was off camera. Yeah, and he's been quiet on all this. Mm-hmm. Good for him. And yeah, and that's. Again, that's probably the wisest thing to it's do. it's making him look better instead of telling his two cents. I did actually see one thing. He was on some show where he was opening like a bag or a box of AEW merchandise. <laughs> and he comes, he, he has a CM Punk shirt. And he goes, really? He goes, really? He goes, fuck you. And he throws the, <laughs> not to Punk, but whoever yeah. gave that. Because the, the guy was laughing in the back. And he goes, yeah. fuck you. And he throws a shirt. And then he goes to the next shirt. Yeah. And, but it. it Again, seeing him on screen, it's kind of like, oh, he's all jokes about it. But when the camera stopped rolling, what was his actual response? Yeah. He was like, R- like, guys, you know, like he mm-hmm. could have been an asshole or he could have been fine with it. You yeah. know, he'd be like, no telling. Yeah, we don't know. But uh, yeah, man. Punk's temper got the best of him. It did. 
Unfortunately. And it's his, and it's his demise. Yeah. I would think deep down that could be wrong. Maybe they got pushed to the limit, but I wouldn't think the EVPs would go in the room and start swinging. No. Wouldn't think so because you're in that position. You got to show some level of uh, professionalism. Yeah. But yeah, I don't one, know. It was not in there. Yeah. So. Again, we won't know until the investigation concludes and they, if they release a report. And can they talk about it? then who's going to be the first podcast to have Ace still on? <laughs> yeah so aew released him they fired him yeah and uh you said that he was apparently shocked at the roof at the yeah someone saying there was an article that said dave said that dave Meltzer, but i don't mm. know it's not like i went to go listen to that episode of that uh, those, yeah so i don't know you can't be shocked to be fired after yeah. biting biting one of the executive vice presidents of the company yeah biting one of the champions of your company biting one of the top name draws in your company. Like that's just yeah, biting in general. Yeah. <laughs> like you can't bite someone and expect there not to be consequences. Also, what did he expect to happen? What do you expect to be like, Oh, I'm just going to show up at work on Wednesday and be totally fine. No, you bit someone. Get the hell out of here. And what's sad is we'll never ever get to see a matchup I've want to see for a while. Kenny Omega versus Punk. Best yeah. in the world versus the best bout machine. Yeah. Or the best big man big match. Big man match. Whatever. Big match. Big time I don't know what the Big Time Bex. Big time not, not that. Um we won't. Big we match won't. John. Cena. So it is what it is. It is what it is. Because there was also other punk matches I wanted to see in AEW. Yeah. I mean, at least we got MJF. Um, I just else? love the contrast because uh, I saw a comparison video, like from whenever he first de- first re-debuted. and uh, he was like, "You know, there's hungry talent back there that I want to face." And <laughs> then it cuts to the scrum where he's like, "I'm old, I'm tired, and I work with fucking children." <laughs> <laughs> it's like, whoa, that took a turn. That took a, that took a quick turn. <laughs> I work with children. I work with children. Like, oof. That doesn't work. They, they said that also he was mad because Adam Page didn't take his advice. That's what was reported. If that's the tr- if that's the case, like, dude, come on. N- not everyone's going to listen to what you have to say. You know, I can't. I but can't. also, a while back, Dave, I know I keep on saying Dave, he reported on that. He said something along the lines because, hey, I had this conversation with Jericho, but one thing that Punk doesn't realize is there's a lot of different styles in AEW. Yeah. A lot of older generation doesn't understand it. It may be wrong, but they got over with it. Mm-hmm. Different style. But here's the thing. You also got to evolve. Even Jericho's learning, you know, it's like, hey, I may not agree with the style, but yeah. you know what? There is something to it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And Punk's like, no, no, no. This is what you do. This is what you do. This style shouldn't be. You know what I mean? Like, I couldn't count the number of times, and this is legit. I couldn't count the number of times I've offered advice to someone and them not listen, and things go exactly the way that I talked about. Like, it has happened literally more times than I can count. And there's just some folks that they do things their own certain way, and you have to. You know, you want to be willing to offer advice mm-hmm. like, hey, I'm here if you ever want to talk. I'm here if you ever want some advice. It's up to them to either listen to your advice or 
find some way that works. Or they don't listen at if, all. If I'm thinking you of... You can't get frustrated at Adam Page for not taking CM Punk's advice. Yeah. Like, if I'm thinking of what he's talking about in general... I don't know about Adam Page, but if I'm thinking about some of the older wrestlers, it's like probably the ones that do spots over spots over spots. Yeah. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. like... You can infuse spots with actually storytelling, and it actually could be great. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not just like because you have some wrestlers who don't really do spots that could just they do. Their style is like more like MJF doesn't do spots. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he's he's a heel worker. Yeah. He's a tra- he's an old school heel. That's where he talks and talks and yeah. talks. Then the match happens. Match is fine. Nothing big or flashy mm-hmm. it's just i mean you look at ted dibiase million dollar man he was all promo and then once he got in the ring he'd have a fine match it wasn't anything bad yeah. but it wasn't anything like oh my god did you see that ted dibiase match and like look at look at sting fucking sting taking St- advice from darby no and kidding. doing like that stuff and he doesn't do it all the time but he did it for like Three times back to back to back or whatever. I, I listened to an interview with Darby Allen where he was talking about where he was talking about Sting, like the first time that he met him. He was like, you know, people think, oh, they just put us together because, you know, we both wear the face masks, we're dark and mysterious. He's like, No, like we're legitimate, like best friends right now. That's cool. And he was like, uh he was like, you know, I remember the first time I met Sting because I was changing in the boiler room and Sting was like, What are you doing in here, kid? And he was like, I just you know, this is just it's my comfort area. You know, it's where I go to get in the right headspace and, and get ready for a match. And he said, Sting goes, your locker room is my, my locker room kid. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's like right off the bat, they hit it off and you know, yeah, it's cool that they can like trade face paints and all that. But you know, the fact that sting who is like in his (laughs) sixties, need I remind you is like, taking these top dives and like taking these bumps that no 60 year old should be taking. And it's like, I don't know if Darby Allen rejuvenated that instinct. It must, or if it he was must just have. like, you know what? This kid's got the right idea. We're not going to be around forever. Fuck it. Let's just, <laughs> let's just go. Let's go until the wheels fall off. Yeah. yeah. You know? And so, uh, so yeah, like it, it's, it's interesting to see the way like some of these, Older talents have rubbed off on the newer talents, and vice versa. Yeah. Look at Billy Gunn. Yes. Holy shit! Like he's the talk of the town in mm-hmm. 2022. Yeah. Which, by the way, I don't know if you know this or not. He is older than the Undertaker. In better shape than and the in Undertaker. Much better shape. <laughs> Holy crap! Is he in good shape? Oh, God. Scissor he, me, daddy. Ass. That scissoring is paying off. <laughs> peace be with you <laughs> but yeah man like again it goes back you see the younger talent they've got the older talents there to help them learn mm-hmm. and grow and it's like the ones who are going to take advice and grow from it they can the ones who aren't going to listen to the advice and maybe do their things their own way maybe it'll work out for them maybe it won't We'll find out in time. Because I'll tell you what, that I know Sting and Jericho have probably given advice, but they've also learned stuff from the youth, too. Absolutely. You could tell. You could tell from both of them they have. Yeah. I mean, Now, shit. Punk doesn't seem like he would. When we, first, when we went to that first AEW show, like, 
I was not expecting to feel the way I did when we saw Sting. We were like both jumping up and down, like, yeah. "Oh my God, it's fucking Sting!" Like the fact that you know it's revitalized his career to a point. Yeah. When we originally thought he was retired. Yeah. Due to the injury. Yeah. Yeah. Like my God. He hasn't been around though. Not lately, and supposedly um, Darby Allen's wanting to take some time off. Uh, Fair enough. He he said, you know, I kind of I kind of want to be missed. Yeah. So take some time off and and do his own thing. You can slip someone into his place. You know what I mean? He's yeah. gone. Adam Page is going to be gone for a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's time to up the ante on people. Yeah. And um, I don't know who you're going to do that with and. My only thought process right now is going to all out MJF and John Moxley. Who's gonna win that? Yeah. I feel like I feel like they're building to MJF to win, but um but on that same end, I'm like, God, that would make like How many times you that, lose? Would, that would make me feel so bad for Moxley. But on the other hand He wants a vacation. He's been waiting to go on vacation. Like he was said he was supposed to take like a six to eight week vacation. To where it's just like get in the right headspace, take some time off, let the body heal. Everything went down with Punk, and they were like, we need you. And he's like, I'm your fucking man. Like, Moxley is AEW oh, yeah. for life. Oh, yeah, for like, sure. He, he, unless they just fold and he has to go back to WWE, like, I don't even think he'd want to. He'd probably no. go to New Japan. Yeah, for sure. But, like, he... He is the heart and soul of AEW right now. It's weird to say that because at first you wouldn't think, but he no, yeah. he fucking definitely is Him, for sure. Moxley, Hangman, like that is the beating life of AEW, mm-hmm. which is like it, it's flabbergasting to to see a name like John Moxley, heart and soul of a company. <laughs> yeah, but he like believes so much in this company Mm -hmm. and it's like it's great to see because like he's cleaned up his act you know he realized he had a problem he went and got it taken care of he got the support of the company for doing so yeah he was rewarded for for doing so you know he is now the guy he is Mm -hmm. the trustworthy we need we need to call in an ace to to you know handle everything while punk is dealing with his shit Go to Moxley. Yep. And that that says a lot about him. Like, he might be rough around the edges, but obviously he's got a heart. He's the ace for that area. Yeah. The ace for tag teams, FTR. See, I don't know. You don't think so? Not for AEW, but for tag team wrestling as a whole, absolutely. But, like, for AEW, I don't know if, I don't know if it's, like, FTR, because obviously they're AAA champions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. oh yeah, champions. Just, yeah, yeah. You know all that. I know. I would say the Young Bucks, but that's just because they started the company. Yeah, and they wanted to, they wanted tag teams to be the focus, which is understandable. You're in a tag team. Yeah, you know that's what you want. I would probably say the acclaimed. Oh man, they just put that for on tag their back. They're putting it on their back right yeah. now. Hottest thing going. Yes. So, looking forward to... I'm really looking forward to the future of AEW. Because you got talented guys who... 
aren't being fully utilized yet. Yeah. But I think in the next couple of years they will be. I hope so. I mean, you guys because you, you gotta, gotta look like, past. You, you gotta got, look past the newer like talent. That okay. So when we first came along, what was it? it was Sammy? It was Darby? Mm-hmm. It was MJF? You could say uh, Jungle Boy? Yeah. Um, Britt Baker? All that stuff. But we gotta look yeah. past them mm-hmm. and get more. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, you got Ricky Starks waiting in the wings. Ricky Starks. They still haven't fully pulled the whole trigger on Dante. Yeah. Um, look at those guys that are in the firm or whatever. Like, you have Lee Moriarty in there. What are you doing with them? Or, like, uh, Ethan Page. They're just there right now. I mean, you look know. at Daniel Garcia. No. Yeah, they've been doing good you know, with him. The next, He's going to be the next Brian Danielson. Yes. Wheeler Yuta. Wheeler Yuta, yeah. You got, you know, up and coming talent like Hook. Hook. As well. Like you've got this you've got young blood mixed with current blood mixed with old blood. Yeah. And it's working. It's just a mess. It's just blood blood everywhere. It's a bloody bloody good time is what it is. And then, you know, in about ten years you're gonna have Brody Lee Jr. Oh, also uh, coming up in the next few years we're gonna have that kid that they signed who's what, nineteen, twenty, I can't think of his name. I said it like a the last episode. Forgot his name. Can't think of his name. The one who's still in school. <laughs> yeah. You got him because I think he's signed to AEW. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think AEW is set up pretty well. And then we don't um, know, like, for the future. I think coming up soon, we're going to find out more details about the future of Ring of Honor. Yeah. It seems to be on the tip of the tongue like we're getting close to it we're just not there yet yeah um i won't be surprised if like discovery um starts putting the library on their streaming service i think they've got like discovery plus or something so i wouldn't be surprised if they're just like yeah let's put it on there and then you know you watch their subscriptions yeah skyrocket yeah oh yeah we got the wrestler crowd in our back pocket Mm mm-hmm that's what we want. Uh, before we move away from uh, AEW, can we talk about that MJF and William Regal promo? Oh, hell yeah. Holy crap. That was insane. That was great, man. It, when it, you blend reality with the storytelling of wrestling, it's some of the best stuff oh, out there. For sure. For and sure. MJF did a phenomenal job. For, the, for, him, for him, for the bad guy, to get the crowd... To boo William, Regal. William fucking Regal. Where is were insane. they? Um, that is a good question. I don't remember. Because it just, I know it depends on where they weren't in his hometown. No, they weren't. I know that. But they would have done that. I right was off the super bat. fucking shocked when they were booing William Regal. I was Regal. impressed. I was like, holy shit. I was impressed because MJF delivered it with such, you know, truth. There was, yeah. you, you could tell, like, he's not making this up. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he went out and was like, I was a 19-year-old kid, and I wanted to die when I got that email from you. And it was like, I can't let them win. I can't let my haters win. So I kept pushing. You know, like, to tell that real-life story, to get that real about it, while still maintaining the composure, you know. Like, obviously, his name is not Friedman. Uh, or Whatever. Anyways, to to be able to go out there and deliver that story, that promo was insane. 
and William Regal's response was also insane because it got the crowd back on his side. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "I want, I wanted to push you," and it's like, "Dude, you, if th- if that's what it would have taken to to drive out your career, you would have never made it as as a kid in my day." Mm-hmm. You know, like you need to get out. You still got ways to learn. Yeah, but the fact that he's like, if you want to take the shortcuts, you're not going to get it. You're not going to be that guy. You have to be willing to do whatever it takes in the ring. That was one of the things. That was one of the lines that really stuck with me. He was like, when you're in this ring, you're fair game, but you don't go and hit Tony Schiavone. Yeah. He was like, I, you know, I made fun of Tony Schiavone years ago, but I never touched him. Yep. You know, you're an old gentleman heel where it's like you have, you have limitations to what you're going to do. Once you step foot in this ring and you're going to fight me, all bets are off. Your ass is going down. Yeah. But you you don't put your hands on the officials. You don't put your hands on the referees. You don't put your hands on the commentators. You know, only those who were fighting you. Yeah, Chris Jericho. Yeah, Chris Jericho, motherfucker. <laughs> Dudley do right, motherfucker. <laughs> um, but God, Lord, the the exchange between those two, oh, so the, good. The facial expressions from Regal while MJF was telling the story, he was like, "That's it." That's what I've been looking for. Mm-hmm. That's and so and and the fact that MJF recognized him it was like you stop smiling, you you know, you arrogant son of a bitch, <laughs> you know, and it was just like yes, yes, this is what I wanted. Give it to me. The Neil. fact that we're having like this much character development for MJF, a person who has already established his character, like the fact that we're getting more, it's like good God, this guy's gonna be like. The star. Yeah. Like, he's not making it up. There yeah. will be a bid war in 2024. And, like, when that time comes, may the best man win. Because yeah. if he goes to WWE, I'm going to be super interested in what they're going to do with him. Yeah. I really am. Yeah. And, honestly, it's either way, I'm going to be okay. Yeah. Because a lot of people, a lot of people, myself included, have compared him to The Miz. Mm-hmm. You look at The Miz. He's been in the business now for almost 15 years Mm -hmm. he's currently dealing with an injury in his shoulder where he's like you know it'll go away then it'll flare up then it'll go away and it'll flare up so not saying you know it's time to go but i think he's almost 40 if not already 40 he's not going to be around for much longer so maybe in two or three years time this is probably going to be gone yeah which you know you need someone who can cut a promo you went to miz now you go to mjf in two years, you know, so I, I really think there will be a bidding war for MJF and I'm okay. Honestly, either way, whichever way it goes, I'll be curious to see how, how they want him to be in a WWE environment. Yeah. It's like, will they still be in there? No, let's keep it. His clean. style will be okay. Wrestling wise. He WWE. can, he can still cut the promos without the language. Cause he's proven it. He can yeah. do that. Um, so maybe it, it'll be okay. Even if he goes into WWE. Yeah. Either way, it's going to be interesting to see. And I'm looking, I'm, I'm all oh, for sure. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing it. Hell yeah. Um, a couple of signings that happened between, uh, our last show and this one. Willow Nightingale now official, officially, uh, all elite as yeah. is Renee Paquette. Yeah. So congratulations to her. And, uh, you know, she's making she debuted a, in uh, Renee in Canada. Yeah. Canada. Eh? Yep. 
So, uh, yeah, so good news for her. Is there a dire bear over there? <laughs> you know what a, what a dire bear is, right? What is it? It's like a regular bear, but dire. <laughs> uh, going over to WWE, uh, I don't really have a whole lot uh, just because, like, I didn't watch SmackDown. I didn't watch NXT or anything. Um, Rey Mysterio has been moved over to SmackDown. And then Baron Corbin's been brought over to Raw. Yeah, with JBL as his manager. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. It's still not doing anything for me. Like, yeah, he JBL is just the mouthpiece. But guess what? Baron Corbin still wrestled the same. Was <laughs> the game. same person. Yep. I don't know how this is going to step his game up. It's not. <laughs> I mean, it might, but. We'll yeah. see. Yeah. I mean, you, I like definitely happy, need to change something up. I liked Happy Corbin better when he, you know, he was that bum, and then he got into bum the ass money. Corbin was the best. I liked them both, but no, nah, I didn't just like norm- Happy Corbin as much. This one is normal, so it's like, well, it's Baron Corbin here? again. Yeah. Well, grow his hair out, and then I'll be like, Ugh, I don't want to see him. So bring back the, the other pants. <laughs> oh God! So Rey Mysterio has moved to SmackDown. He's going to be facing Gunta. For oh, the uh, Intercontinental title. Good and people <laughs> people have been posting memes about, you know, one chop into the match. <laughs> and they'll be uh, preparing the retirement speech for Rey Mysterio. Um, the WWE Day 1 Premium Live event, mm-hmm. the one that they always do or going to do on January 1st, that's been canceled. <laughs> no plans to bring it back. <clears throat> so it looks like... Um, under Triple H's regime, they're going to maybe cut back on the premium live events a little bit. Which they're is still good. doing house shows? Yeah, just not, not as much. Like, I wonder what their schedule is like. What so, is from my understanding, it's a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. So, you got SmackDown, then they'll go do, an, do a house show, do a house show, then you got Raw, and then they're done. So that, Unless you're on NXT. unless you're on nxt yeah that's a good point um so you get wednesday and thursdays off so because it used to be monday through sunday it used yeah they used to be like non-stop which good god yeah that that schedule was grueling Mm -hmm. um so if they cut back on their premium live events it makes them more important it lets you flesh out this the storylines also rumored not confirmed they might be doing away with some of some of the gimmick uh, pay-per-views. Hell like in a elimination, Cell. Like, yeah, Hell in a Cell, uh, TLC, uh, maybe Elimination Chamber. Because those are blow-off matches. Yeah. Those are matches like when the feud has reached to a certain point, it can go no further unless we I have a get cage. rid of Day 1 is H. Day 1 is H, that's right. <laughs> but, uh... And I'm the biggest advocate for that, of getting rid of the the gimmicky ones. Oh, yeah. Keep Money in the Bank. Keep Royal Rumble. You can even keep Elimination Chamber. Like, that's a good that's a good way of saying, okay, for those who, you know, you got your winner for Royal Rumble. If it's a SmackDown guy, you take Raw Talent. If it was a Raw Talent that won the Royal Rumble, you take SmackDown Talent. Put them in the Elimination Chamber. Winner of that faces the other champion yeah. at WrestleMania. Like, I'm totally fine if they did it that way. Um but to have Hell in a Cell be a pay-per-view of its own, TLC be a pay-per-view of its own, I wasn't the biggest fan of those. So I'm okay if you cut them. Keep Money in the Bank. Keep SummerSlam. Um, keep Survivor Series. And if you want to do a gimmick that way, you can. Like, they're doing Survivor Series as war games this year. 
War Games. And you don't have William Regal to be out there to say it. That's yeah. interesting. Board games. Board games. <laughs> We're going to roll the dice, and whoever has the highest number wins. Um, Goldberg making headlines because yeah. he uh, was recently interviewed, and um, they asked, you know, you know, tell us about what's left in the tank of your career. And he's like, oh, you'll have to talk to Stephanie, which Stephanie, by the way, two months left on my contract. He said uh, that? Yeah. Oh. So will he be re-signed to a new deal, a Legends contract, or is that going to be it for Goldberg? We got two months to find out. We'll see. We will see. Uh, final thing I've got for WWE is uh, they are possibly bringing back the King of the Ring tournament in 2023, which will also have the, the, the Queen, last few times the they've done it. Well. It's not been that great. So, yeah, it doesn't mean anything to me. It's not how it once was. It's not. But it is what it is. Uh, moving over to, to hot topics. I only have two at the moment. Um, Ric Flair was recently interviewed and kind of joked saying never say never about being retired. Stop. Just no, stop. Please, You're retired. Please retire. The like, match was bad. I thought you died yeah. in the ring. Like I thought it was over. Get you some Gatorade. <laughs> Don't go partying afterwards. What the hell are you thinking? Um, and the final one that we have is very, it's sad news, uh, but you know it is news that happened. Unfortunately, Kevin Kevin Nash's son Tristan uh, passed away this past week at the age of twenty six. Sad. Yeah, it is. It's incredibly sad. And eight, one of the uh, engineers for uh, AEW passed away as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so Go GoFundMe accounts were set up for for that funeral. I think Tony Khan donated like fifteen thousand dollars towards it. 10,000, 15,000, something like that. Um, If you need more details on that, always go to uh, wrestlingnewsource.com and you can uh, find the GoFundMe link there as well. Uh, That's pretty much all I have. Anything for Um, you? Trying to think of anything. Uh, No. (laughs) Just nothing. Get up, go to work, come home, play with the kids, go to sleep. Basically. That's that's your life. I'm getting ready for... uh, for game four of the ALCS, hoping the Houston Astros sweep the uh, the New York Yankees. So if they win this, they go to the World Series. Okay. Yeah, and I'm very tempted to buy a ticket. Will it be here? Uh, the first two games would be, and then the the next three games would be at the the opposing team, and then if there's a need for game six and seven, it would be in Houston. So I'm very tempted. To just do one or all of them? Oh, just one. <laughs> just one. Don't tell my wife this, but standing room only tickets are like $400. What? Yeah, I know. I know. So how much are seats then? More. <laughs> What's the highest ticket? Over 1000 Oh, yeah. Over 2000 Oh, yeah. Over 3000 Oh, yeah. Over seven? Oh, yeah. Over ten? Uh, I don't know. Maybe not that much. <laughs> That's so a little just out. Just get a ballpark. That's a little out of my just range. Just try and get a ballpark. Uh, you, you could probably buy a ballpark for that, <laughs> for that price. Yeah, it's uh, actually uh, you just bought a house. It's a uh, this this front row seat is now actually remember, a Grace, price of we a house. want a ballpark. <laughs> we want a ballpark. <laughs> ballpark. Yeah, and you have to buy it because it's a kid. <laughs> Dang. You're gonna tell my child no. So how many more games do they have in this? Well, it's a best of seven series. Okay. Uh, game four is tonight, 
and the Astros have... have three wins. Ooh. So if they win tonight, they go to the World Series. If not, they play another game. And if they don't win that game, they play another game. They don't <laughs> so play that's a good then, chance. Uh, it's a very good chance because um, the Yankees, I think, are deflated. They are they. Like yesterday, yesterday's game was like their best chance of winning, and they got beat five to zero. Mm. So it's kind of like, like the the New York crowd was booing their biggest star because he struck out. Like, wow, they, yeah, yeah, it's insane. Did they realize that you know they're like the team Astro- members have bad days? Yeah, well, like he hasn't done much this whole series. Like he struggled because the the Astros pitching is insane right now. Um like Jose Altuve, one of the Astros' biggest stars, in the entire postseason, they've played they've played six games. He has one hit at like out of like twenty eight at bats, and wow. the crowd not once booed him. Wow! So it it it's kind of like, dude, what are you what are y'all doing, New York? Like I know you have expectations, but come on, like that's Aaron Judge. Like that is the dude set a record for American for the American League for most home runs in a single season at 62. And it's like, and they boo him for striking out in the postseason. Like how quick they turned on him. It's so sad to see. It's crazy. And so, uh, so a lot of experts are picking the Astros to win tonight and complete the, complete the sweep and then go on to world series. And they'll face, they'll face the winner of Philadelphia or San Diego. Who do you think? I think Philadelphia is going to win it. But I want San Diego to win because Philadelphia is is the hotter team right now, and so that kind of concerns me. I'm like, oh, they're like they're they got hot at the right time, which also, is which is all all you could ask for. It's always sunny team. in Philadelphia. It sure is. <laughs> so with that being said, we'd like to thank everyone for tuning in. If you have any questions, feel free to leave it on our Facebook page, MS Podcast, or you can check us out on WrestlingNewsSource.com, WrestlingNewsSource.com on Facebook. Subscribe to our show on iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. We're on Stitcher, Beyond Pod, Player.fm, Satchel, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher. Amazon Music. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast. You can also follow us on Twitter, Dominus Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter, DRH Pro, Tyler, Tyler underscore Abear, Abear underscore Mode on Instagram, DRH underscore Pro on Instagram, and all that other good stuff. So for the podcast crew, I am Daniel Heron. I'm Tyler Abear. And we will catch you on the next episode. Go Astros. <laughs>